Luka Doncic gets the game winner, and you know what time it is. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Talking to Luca, take us through that final possession, baby. Oh, oh my. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And man, what a game! Luca Doncic hits the game winner. Just me by myself here talking Dallas Mavericks. Going to break down this game. We're going to get into it. Break down exactly how it came down to that. How did it come down to Luka Doncic hitting the game winner? How did he get there? How did we get to this point? How how did he do it again against the Boston Celtics? Another game, another game winner. Luka Doncic now the youngest player with four game winners in his career so far in the NBA absolutely insane. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. We're free and available on all platforms. All right, let's get into it. Luka Doncic to his left. Luka to his left, as always. That's what he does. He gets it done going to his left. That's how he's hit most of his game winners at this point. At this point, How are you not denying him? How did they not double him? How did the Boston Celtics not put more guys up on him besides just Josh Richardson? And can we just say, for him to do it against Josh Richardson after they were going at it all game, they were going after it, you know, they were going at it back and forth as Luka was was driving, as as Richardson was, was on offense, they were going at it during timeouts, they were just like jabbing back and forth at each other, chattering back and forth. I think even Callie Kaplan tweeted about it during the game, and for him to hit it against Josh Richardson, basically one-on-one with a couple guys coming over to help, was an incredible, incredible moment in the American Airlines Center. I tweeted out the video of the reaction, and there's just one Celtics fan just leaned over the railing, just trying to figure out what's going on with his life right now, right now at this point. But it was an incredible shot. But there's a lot of things that, that got the Mavericks to that point. There was a lot of things that were able to uh, give the Mavericks that opportunity for Luka to hit that jumper. And it honestly shouldn't have gotten to that point. The Mavericks were in control of this game basically the entire time. The Mavericks had control basically from uh, almost from tip, I guess. I don't, I can't imagine that the, uh, the, the Celtics actually had a ton of leads in this game. And it was Christoph Porzingis. Christoph Porzingis was the one that really helped the Mavericks get back into this game, that helped them get to the point where they, they needed to be. Um, it was <laughs> it was an interesting, interesting return for Porzingis. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll talk about KP in the second in the second segment for sure, and we'll break down all that kind of stuff. But Luka Doncic in this game, he finished the game, thirty three points, nine boards, only five assists. Which that's a stat that we we've been watching every every time Luca plays one of these teams with a bunch of wing defenders. We watch this stat because five assists, six turnovers. They pressured the ball. The Celtics pressured the ball so much. They pressured Luca from full court, from half court, with doubles, all kinds of stuff. And the Mavericks needed somebody to be able to break these doubles, to break the traps, to break all that kind of stuff. 
And it turned out to be KP, who was the one that ended up breaking those traps. You can tell my voice is, is my voice is given out at this point already. Uh, so I'll be take I'll be drinking some water during this for sure. I'm not doing the KP is healthy bit. I'm I'm just actually drinking water. But Luka Doncic was the one that that set the table. Plus ten in this game. He was the one getting to his spots. The Mavericks were able to take advantage of a lot of mismatches. The Boston Celtics were without Jason were without uh, Jalen Brown. And so Jason Tatum had to do a ton on offense, and he was killing it. He was absolutely great in this game. He was 32 points, 12 of 19 from the field, 6 of 8 from 3. He was hitting everything. I think he was 8 of 8 in the second half. Uh, Kevin Gray looked over at me during the game and was like, Tatum is 8 of 8 right now <laughs> at this point. He was insane, and he could have gotten the game winner if the Mavericks hadn't doubled him, which is what the Celtics should have done to Luka. But he had to do a ton of heavy lifting, and because... Jalen Brown was out. They started Dennis Schroeder. And because they started Dennis Schroeder, the Mavericks were able to take advantage of that mismatch. With Luka, with, with KP a couple times, they were able to take it. With, even with T Tim Hardaway Jr. hit a jumper over top of Schroeder late in the game. Uh, there was a lot of things the Mavericks were able to take advantage of because Dennis Schroeder was in that game. So let's, let's break down the last like five minutes because I went back and I watched it again. I waited until I got home because I wanted to see it again because there's a couple of big moments in that fourth quarter I really wanted to break down. The Mavericks go into the fourth quarter. And they were up 79-72 going into the, the fourth quarter. And they started the fourth quarter with Brunson, Frank Nilekina, Tim Hardaway Jr., Bullock, and KP. We've been they to, uh, to, to, to Jason Kidd's credit, he's been going to these one big lineups when they need to and when they don't have to play two bigs. They've been going to these two big lineups, especially with Maxi out. They've been going with uh these big these these one big lineups. And so they go out there. Mavericks offense just didn't look good. The Mavericks offense, they at a certain point had like a 19-point lead. It got whittled all the way down. And then with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, you could start to see KP was starting to get into it. He was starting to have an effect on the game. He got 17 points at that point. He had a really good rebound that uh, led to a Tim Hardaway Jr. fast break layup that was a really good heads-up play that forced Boston to call a timeout. The Mavericks at that point, they had... A seven-point lead, they built that lead a little bit back up, and you could tell KP was finally feeling it. You could tell he was really getting back into the game. And then Boston calls the timeout. The Mavericks put Luka in, and then they also put in uh, Dwight Powell. They switch out, basically, uh, they switch out Frank and, and, and KP for Luka and Dwight Powell. And that was when it's sort of going back downhill. And then uh, that lead shrunk to two points, with four minutes and 30 seconds left. I thought that 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 moment right there, eight minutes to four and a half minutes when they switched out KP for, for Dwight. And Luka was in there as well. So, so to the Mavs' credit, they had Luka in. But when Dwight went in, it, it kind of changed the game for, for them right there. So then four minutes and 30, 34 seconds, the Mavericks are only up by two. Again, they had a 19-point lead at some point during this game. And the Boston... Ball pressure was massive. The Boston was pressuring the ball. They were pressuring half court, full court, all that, and it had been really effective. Finally, they put KP back in, and then 30 seconds later, they put um, Dorian in for Dwight. So they're playing this lineup that we've been waiting for. They've finally played this lineup with Luca Brunson, Tim Hardaway, uh, Dorian, and then Chris Porzingis. You got the spacing, you got the two ball handlers, and you have KP. And KP was was the guy. He was able to finish around the rim a little bit in this game, and it comes up big later. Uh, the Mavericks got some good ball movement. They had some pretty good defensive rotations pretty much the, the entire game. Um, and then you get down to the last couple of minutes here. Mavericks, are, they're basically exchanging buckets, exchanging things like that. Uh, KP misses a pull-up shot with two minutes left. 
and the ball goes off Tatum's foot. The Mavericks really got away with it there because the Celtics were up by two. And if that turnover where KP misses a pull-up three that he just kind of forced, he, he turned around and forced a pull-up three. If Tatum had got that ball, they go Boston goes down and hits a three or hits a two, they go up by two possessions. That was a massive moment in the game, a massive mistake by the Celtics for it to go off of Tatum's foot. The Mavericks got saved there. And then right after that play, Luka hits to KP, and this is where we start to see, and we we'd, we had seen it before this, but this is where we really start to see it benefit. Um the doubling. Luca was doubled, and KP was in the middle of the was in the middle of the court. He was in the key, and Luca would kick to KP in the middle. And to, it's just like you would break a zone. It's the same way that you, that you would break a zone. Have somebody stand in the middle and then find the open guy. And KP was that guy tonight that did that. He kicks over to Brunson. Brunson misses the three, but then KP gets a putback, ties the game. Huge turn of play right there. Huge, huge, massive turn of play. And then on the other side, KP gets a stop on Dennis Schroeder. He drove on him. KP gets a block. And then Reggie Bullock tries to tap the ball back to KP to keep it in bounds. And KP mishandles the ball. And then it's just like disaster again. Mavericks are tied and the Celtics are getting the ball again. They were getting another possession. And then Brunson forced a turnover right after that. So that sequence right there from two minutes to one minute, the Mavericks flirted with disaster, got the ball back on, on a couple of mistakes. And then we're able to, uh, that's what set up basically Luca to hit that game winner. You had, uh, another miss by Bullock off of a KP post touch. You had, you know, uh, Smart tried to draw the foul at the end there with about 40 seconds left. He tried the drive-in thing where he just like, oh, let me just flail my body and try to draw a foul. That's not working this year. That stuff is just not not playing this year where we saw some of the new rules come into effect for the Mavericks. Uh, the Mavericks didn't take a timeout, and Marcus Smart pokes the ball away out of bounds. That out-of-bounds play was almost a disaster again. The Mavericks flirted with disaster so much at the end of this game. Uh the Mavericks finally call a timeout. Marcus Smart has the foul to give there at the end. There's 14 seconds left, and then uh, then eight seconds left. Luca hits the game winner. Goes drives to the left side. It's one on one with Josh Richardson, and it was just it was glorious. Here, let me. I'll, I'll go ahead and just walk right walk through it with you because it's just worth it. It's just worth it to to uh, walk through this game winner. 11 seconds left. Brunson out of bounds. Luca gets the ball in the backcourt. This is what changed it. Smart was on him. KP comes up and sets a screen. They switch, and that's when Richardson takes him. He's all alone. KP is way out wide, and Smart doesn't come over to help enough because he's trying to guard KP because he doesn't want Luka to hit KP for that shot, even though he probably should have just let him and let KP take the winner, the game winner. But Luka then gets to drive to his left. The Mavs are spaced well enough. Bullock in the corner, so Rob Williams can't come over and help. You have, you have Tim Hardaway Jr. over in the other corner. You have Brunson over on the, the far, you know, the, the weak side. And then Luka gets to get to his left exactly like he wants, and he hit the game winner. Absolutely wild. That sequence of events, flirting with disaster. Luka still bails the Mavericks out. Now, it would have gone to overtime. The Mavericks probably had a good chance there at that point. But Luka Doncic hits the game winner. Absolutely wild. Coming up, let's get into Chris Porzingis' part of this game because I thought he was massive. He played some. He played really well. It was his first game back from injury, so we'll get into that coming up. All right, let's get into Chris Porzingis' contribution to this game because I thought he played really well. I thought he had some good moments. He finished the game 21 points, 7 rebounds, 4 of them on the offensive end, one of them that huge putback that I mentioned earlier. 
He had two assists, but he probably should have had a couple more if the Mavericks hit some open threes. Still not hitting open threes. The Mavericks were 13 of 39 from three. That's 33%. So still not. They didn't. They won this game in clutch, which is now they're 4-0 in clutch games. But they won this game and did not dominate from three. That's another just weird. <laughs> it's a weird thing for the Mavericks, but they were able to win this game without dominating from three. That's a, that's a big positive. KP also had a block there at the end against Schroeder, and he had a couple of steals as well. A couple of pretty good getting in the passing lanes type moments. He was minus four, but that that minus was all kind of from that all that negative. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that number doesn't matter in this game. Sometimes plus minus matters in a game. This day, this game, I don't think it does. Uh, and he was seven of eight from the free throw line, so huge. Missed all of his threes, but still from the free throw line, twenty one points, seven boards, huge. And when he was breaking those doubles, when he was able to to stand in the key and able to make a couple of moves, he had a really good drive um, face-up game against Jason Tatum. He had a really good move there. On defense, he was looking great. I mentioned the two steals and the block. I thought he had some other good contests on Tatum. Tatum hit a really tough shot over him late in the third quarter as well that I thought was a really good contest by KP. But him being able to get involved, to be there, to, to be... Honestly, to be the offensive big that's not Dwight Powell, because he's got some offensive skills, right? He obviously has offensive skills. That's why he's a max player. That's why or why he was made a max player. That's why everybody was calling him the unicorn, right? He's got offensive skills. I think sometimes his injuries and stuff catches up to him to the point where some people talk about him like he's just not good. He's just not a good player at all. He's got offensive skills for sure, and they came up in this game. He only played 28 minutes, but those 21 points were massive. Brunson was pretty good, 13 points off the bench. I think all those 13 points came in the first half. And so the Mavericks needed somebody, yeah, all 13 of those points from Brunson came in the first half. The Mavericks needed somebody else to score the ball. And it was KP. It was KP that was able to take advantage of mismatches, finally, and take advantage of some stuff late in the game and in the fourth quarter. It was great to see KP. It was great to see him back. You could tell after the game, he talked about how, you know, the things that he went through over the last 10 days or so, when he was dealing with back injury, the back injury, the lower back tightness and all that. Uh, he said he felt stiff during that Houston game. He knew he wasn't good and he knew it wasn't good for me to be out there like that. And so he decided to, to come out of that Houston game. He didn't play a lot. And then he ended up staying out the next couple of games there. So Porzingis was able to get over that. He was able to, to stay ready. He came back in. He was great. Uh, and he was the reason why they won this game. Honestly, if he, if he didn't play that way and the Ma- the Mavericks probably would have, um, got that lead. They would have given, given away that lead in the third quarter when, when the Celtics went on that run, which they did. And then the Mavericks probably would have just, the Celtics probably would have pulled away at that point, but because of Chris Porzingis, because of his defense, because of his spacing, all that, I thought he was a huge, he was a huge factor. And we got it. We got to give him credit when he does great things. And I th- thought he did good stuff in this game. Obviously. Luca getting hot. There's a couple times he went for like a in the second quarter. Luca was uh, was getting real hot, and he tried a, a couple of heat checks. But it's awesome, man. That that arena. I love being there. You can tell by my voice, but you can tell that uh, that arena is so great when Luca is getting hot. When he hits a couple of shots in a row, when he crosses over somebody, you can just tell it's a it's a different feeling. That's when the Mavericks are fun. <laughs> We've been talking a lot. I was on 105 the th- the fan today. And the first question that they asked me was, why is this Mavericks team boring? We've talked about why this Mavericks team is boring. They're not boring when Luca is doing that. When Luca is getting hot, when Luca is 
going out and doing Luca things when he is obviously hitting game winners is not boring for sure. But when Luca is, is hitting shots five of 10 from three from, from Luca in this game, it's kind of the big difference. When Luca hits shots, this team is not boring. <laughs> That's the big difference for this team. And when you have some other options, when you have KP as another option on offense, because if not, it's just running through driving kicks, driving kicks, driving kicks. KP gives you another option. He gives you a little bit around the rim. He gives you some stuff here and there. And he wasn't great. He made some mistakes in this game for sure. That mishandled ball at the end of the fourth quarter was like almost disaster. If Brunson hadn't gotten that turnover, if he hadn't forced that turnover in the last minute or so, then KP mishandling that that ball from Reggie Bullock would have been just absolute disaster. Maybe that's what we're talking about today. But he was a big difference. Uh, so we've talked about Luca. We've talked about Porzingis. Brunson was was big in the first half, uh, and then just playmaking down the stretch. Thirteen points for him, five boards, five assists. He did his thing off the bench. With you know KP back, they were able to to have Brunson come off the bench, but they still used those Luca Brunson lineups. They still used Brunson when Smart was you know pressuring Luca. They still gave the ball to Brunson for him to initiate some offense for Luca to be off the ball a little bit for Luca to rest his legs a little bit during during the game. That's huge, and I think they've unlocked something with that. I think that they now kind of can't go back. He had 35 minutes off the bench, so he didn't play. He didn't start, but he played starters minutes, and he closed the game. What else do you want? What else do you want from him, right? <laughs> what else do you? I mean, he could have scored later in the game. He could have got them a little bit more uh, scoring late in the game, but they kind of got it from uh, from other places, and uh, and they were able to avoid disaster in in that sense. Uh, Bullock, 26 minutes for him. 13 points. He hit three threes. Finally, Bullock hitting some threes. Him and Dorian both. Dorian hit three of his five threes as well for nine points. Both of them finally hitting three threes. Changes the game. Completely changes everything when those two guys, honestly, it's just those two, right? Like, honestly, if those two wings are hitting threes, it changes the spacing. It changes everything for the Mavericks because those are the two guys that just run to the corner. Just run to the corner. And then all of a sudden, it changes so much stuff up for them. It changes the game for them. It changes the dynamic of the floor and everything. Anybody else stand out? Tim Hardaway Jr., Jason Kidd after the game, said that Tim Hardaway had one of his best all-around games. He only scored seven points. He was three of eight from the field, but he had three assists. He also had some decent defense as well late in the game, and uh, he held his own a little bit. So 35 minutes from him. Didn't score a lot, but still was able to impact the game in different ways. Um, yeah, and that, that was kind of the, that was basically the game. It was awesome. The Luka game winner was amazing. It was great to see the Mavericks actually pull one of these out. And I, I mentioned it earlier. The Mavericks are now 4-0 in clutch games. Have they found something? Is it the, the Luka Brunson thing? Are they able to rely on somebody else to help close the game? This game, uh, KP had some good moments. Last game, we talked about Brunson and his incredible play late in the game. And then obviously Luka with this game winner. And Luka just clutched late in games anyway. They got some off. They got some options here. They have a couple of guys that they can rely on, or that they can turn to when when things get tough. And so, that's it. <laughs> Luca, game winner, incredible shot. We'll break it all down. I'm sure we'll break more of it down on Monday. We'll talk more about what this means to the Mavericks going forward and all that. Guys, I have got to go rest my voice. We'll be back on Monday. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs.